What's up, guys? It's your boy, Rowan and Felipe, back at you again. Another year, another us. New year, new me. Is it? <laughs> I'm going to stay in the pocket this episode. <laughs> All right. We're starting off strong. This is first take um, in the new year, guys. Yeah. 2023. What a crazy ride it's been so far. Queen Elizabeth's been dead. We haven't talked about that. I mean, she died last year, yeah, but I, we haven't I'm, recorded in a while. I'm pretty sure we talked about that I'm last still year. trying to get over it. Did we? I'm almost positive that we did. Wow. You could, as you can tell, it's still bothering me. Betty. Uh, <laughs> we don't need to talk about Betty White. That one really <laughs> is still getting to me. Betty White. Shout out Golden it. Girls. Betty White made it to 99, so I could keep it 100. <sighs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, joke of the day. All right, ready? Nope. <laughs> would you rather? That's not a joke. <laughs> That's a would you rather question. I can't think of anything within the pocket, so I'm just going to stop all on my head. So. All right. <laughs> we haven't done this in a while. There's been a lot of uh, topics, conversations, trends, and stuff that have come and by since we've recorded. Come and by. That have, what I say? Coming by. Coming gone. <laughs> Coming gone by. Thought we could sweep, sweep that under the radar. Yeah. I try to sweep that under the radar. Uh, sneak, sneak it under the rug. Sneak it under the rug. Yeah. Uh, no, there's a lot of things that have come and gone uh, since we recorded uh, last. and uh, But there's one topic one conversation that um at least for me uh i think is pertinent because it it it's how we started this podcast kind of it's the reason why we keep doing this podcast um but still it's at the forefront of i think christianity today people uh leaving and deconstructing their faith um, and that's a word that's been thrown around, and you'll see it on TikTok if you're uh, even remotely close to Christian TikTok. Um, but it it really, I think, is is beneficial to talk about what deconstruction could be, what it normally is, and how do we how do we deal with deconstruction, and how do we build our faith. Right, because if even if we take the word deconstruction at its what it sounds like right off the bat, it sounds like we are tearing down a building or we're tearing down an idea or whatever. Um, but the intent should be to build it back up, right? So you know, you think you've home renovators. Sometimes they will tear something down to build it back up, make it better. But that's often not the case from what I see on social media. That's often not the case from what you see with people that are just deconstructing in general, people that are used to be Christians, people that, you know, if you go on Instagram, there's a whole page dedicated to ex-evangelicals, as they like to call themselves. And it's it's wildly heretical stuff, but should that be the case? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. This is what, this is what we are going to be discussing today. Right? Yeah. Um, and I think... I think the best way to get started with this conversation is just looking at the roots. Uh, 
in planning this episode and talking about this, I think me and Felipe narrowed narrowed deconstruction down with what we call um, indoctrination versus discipleship. Yeah. Um, and basically, really quick, what that means, or maybe not really quick, maybe we could talk about it a lot. When we say indoctrination, uh, we're talking about people listening. How do I put this? People listening to other people, um, whether that's celebrity pastors, your favorite artists, authors, whatever. Even your parents, your youth leaders. Yeah. You, you listen to them and you take what they say and you apply it to your own life, which isn't, isn't inherently a bad thing. But what that causes you to do is not, or it causes you to not think for yourself. And so you just believe things. And I see this a lot in my generation because I'm a lot younger where it's, I go to church, I go to youth, I follow God because my parents do. And that's what my parents want. So I'm going to do it. And then once you get to 18, because those aren't ideas of your own, those aren't thoughts of your own, you're just regurgitating everything that you've been told. You wind up, uh, air quotes, deconstructing, and that, um, and because you're not rebuilding, you're just breaking down what everybody else have, uh, have told you what to think, and you wind up just abandoning your faith altogether. Um, whereas discipleship is... Uh, where you take what other people are saying, whether it's your youth leaders, pastors, friends, family, you take that, you shake it to its core, and you find out what you really believe and why you believe it. And you get down to like the nitty-gritty as to strengthen your uh, relationship with God. Yeah. And I think the the biggest difference here when we talk about indoctrination versus, versus discipleship is um, do you believe what you believe because you believe it and you know it to be true or you've tested it and you know it to be true? Or do you believe what you believe because you were told that's what you should believe? Right? Um, so, uh, you know, I don't think it's just your generation. I think it's my, I think it's all generations as well. Like, because I look back to high school, I look back to youth group. There are people that at one point, I saw, and they were, you know, what it looked like was on fire for God. But the second that they had the ability to choose for themselves or the second that they came across something that shook their faith, they were like, oh, I don't, I don't know if I really believe this, right? Um, and so it's easy to spit out the words that you've been told, but it's harder to believe the words because you know they're true. So, for example, you know, like, growing up, you know, I would hear all the time, or we do this, we, we would do this in church growing up, God is good all, the, all time. the time, and all the time, God is good, right? And we could say stuff like that, and it's easy to regurgitate, it's easy to just have that in your memory, it's easy to recite it, it's like, you don't even need to think about it, even, I think people even outside of Christian faith, they'll hear that, and they go, oh, I think there's something I was supposed to repeat, I've heard this before, um, and because it's made its way into, um, mainstream media, you know, at some level, but when the going gets tough, do you believe at your core? Well, no, God is good all the time. So even right now, even when I just lost my job, no, God is still good, right? Like, and I, I've seen people 
leave their faith for less than losing their job. I've seen people lose their faith because they went through a breakup. I've seen people lose their faith because of, you know, like their parents just decided to stop going to church. And so they stopped going to church. So like, what is your faith your own or is it just a, a circumstance of your surroundings? Um, we could put it that way as well. So, um, yeah, but it's, it's becoming, I think, more popular to deconstruct or to tear down what you believe, look at the foundation of what you believe, and then rebuild based on what you think. Yeah. And I think that's, that's mostly what um, deconstruction encapsulates today. So deconstruction should be, you know, I think I deconstructed in my faith, and we're going to talk about this, and Rowan deconstructed in his faith, right? We, we both got to a point in our lives where we looked at all the things that we were told, we looked at all the things that we believed, and we went down to the core, and we went down to the foundation, and we said, well, do I actually believe this? If so, why do I believe this? And, you know, like, where's the support for my belief? Or what's the evidence of my belief? Or where do I get this belief from? And then we build our faith back even stronger because we go, well, now I know why I believe this. Well, now I have, you know, like, I have either scriptural evidence or I've lived through this or whatever. Like, I've had these conversations. I've thought this out and logic and reason have helped me get here. And so, like, we, we've built our faith back even better we've gone down to the foundation and we've built back um a a foundation or we've built on a foundation that can actually support the weight of everyday life it can support the you know the questions and the doubts and the concerns but what deconstruction has become is all right um somebody told me a b and c well, let's go. I don't know. I don't believe with that. And there's a really good graph that I saw, and I wish we could have um, videos or whatever, like graphs pop up on audio. But it was like deconstruction is I believe, and well, now I don't necessarily believe all in the Bible. Well, now I don't necessarily believe all of this, and I don't believe all that. And pretty soon, you just don't believe anything because you've gone away from your faith. You're not challenging your faith. You're not seeing if what you believe is real. You're just saying, well, I don't believe, I don't believe, I don't believe to the point where you don't believe. And I think that's where a lot of people have deconstructed to today. Um, you know, like I've seen people, really, really influential artists at one point in my life, like musicians that have gone from like, well, you know, writing songs about the the sovereignty of Jesus and and who he is as God till well there's more than one way to get to God because you know like obviously God can't be bad God is good and so God can't be bad and blah 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 God is love and so God can't be mean and it's like what you know what are we talking about here yeah and I think a really big issue I think is um just the fact that deconstruction has turned into just another word for leaving your faith because now when you hear people saying uh i've i deconstructed my faith it kind of elicits an eye roll where it's just like all right whatever because at least for me when i hear people say that it's usually follow like and i follow up it's usually followed by almost at least to me pretty pretty silly questions um where it's just like that there's answers or i i I don't know if they're silly questions but they're they're questions that have answers you just i don't think they're questions that are necessarily taught from the pulpit which i don't think i don't know of and i guess we can get into it 
I'll, I'll just so the way this started because we talked uh, we've been talking about it we've been alluding to it a little bit the the way this podcast started is I started having questions about my faith and about the Bible and stuff so I asked Felipe these questions and Felipe thought they were really good questions which ultimately led us to being like hey we should have a podcast where we ask these questions all this stuff and now we're where where we are where we're at today um and I remember specifically one of the questions what nothing that that sentence beats you up and in my head I was going whoa 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 <laughs> sound like a broken Sorry. record sound like a DJ player yeah whoa 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 all right um no, but one of the questions I had was, um, uh, sorry, I'm just it was about Noah. Down. Yeah, it was, um, it was about Noah and how Noah was so good and so righteous that he restored God's faith in humanity, and yet he's never talked about in the Bible after that. Like after his story, he's never brought up. Like the big, the big people in the Bible after that are like David, Moses. Those uh, who's the Abraham? Those are the like big three that are talked about in the Bible. But Noah, Noah's never really brought up when his story is literally he was so righteous that he um, he restored faith, God's faith in humanity, and like through him, like we were able to live on and all that. Um, my point. I don't know if that's a theologically accurate statement, but go on. That was my question. Oh yeah. Sorry. All right, here we go. I'm back. <laughs> I started answering that in my head. I was like, oh, let's take it back here. No, so that that was my question. And through answering that or through answering that question or getting that question answered, I found out all different sorts of things and stuff like that. And so I think that's what deconstruction should be, where you go to your friends and family. Because I don't think no that is going to be taught from the pulpit, which I don't think is a problem in the church that we should teach more about Noah's Ark uh, from the pulpit and why he isn't mentioned in the Bible anymore. So I don't think it like preachers are at fault for not addressing it, but it's questions that you have where it's like, this doesn't make sense in the Bible. And what you can either do is take it and be like, see, look, Bible doesn't make sense. I'm just going to live my own life or you can take it to somebody or read it on your own and come to your own, uh, come to your own conclusions instead of just regurgitating what other people say. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and this, this episode topic also came out because a few, again, this is a trick talk, t- uh, trend that is coming on, rick-a, 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 but, um, uh, we both started seeing these, uh, th- like these things on our for you page on TikTok that was like, uh, I left the faith or whatever because, and it was like over was, some of the silliest questions. Yeah, it was. Uh, if you know it, you probably know it, but it's something. Um, it's losing my religion. Oh, yeah. over the under the sea, like instrumental. Dun 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 dun. Oh, yeah, yeah, I remember now. So, yeah, so it was about people talking about, yeah, losing their religion. And um, they just had some of the silliest questions, you know, like, and and here's here's where, like, uh, from my perspective, I think I feel, 
I I feel on one hand like, all right, this is silly. Like you lost your religion because of this. But then I also feel angry because, you know, the stories that they're telling are they asked their pastor, they asked their youth leader, they asked so-and-so, somebody that they trusted in their life, a question about their faith. And instead of digging in deep and diving into the question or, you know, like, challenging them or whatever like having the conversation like the answers that these people gave back to them ultimately ultimately led to them losing their faith or walking away from their faith because there were stupid answers so they're they're being asked a b and tin like yeah don't worry about it sit back down or like you know and i think uh, you know my my situation you know like i I'm a very argumentative person. If you can't tell from this podcast, just come meet me in real life. But like, I, I like to question authority. I like to question this. And so like a lot of my growing in faith was arguing with people and, and like my youth leaders at the time, I would just sit there and be like, well, the Bible says this. And then they would try to explain it to me. And we would sit there and argue because I held on to stuff so like so strongly. And they would just give me a different point of view or they would try to give me. And like we would argue and it would get heated. But that's how I learned. And um, but I had to work those things out, you know, like I in that arguing in those conversations you know, like they weren't my, my youth leaders, my pastors weren't scared of how I like to argue. They were just, they would just sit back and argue with me. Um, you know, and going back to Rowan with his question about Noah's Ark, like I was ready to answer it all over again. Right. But that's a, that's a hard question. And when you think about the story, anyway, I'm not going to go dive into the question, but like that's a tough question. And you might not necessarily as a youth leader, as a pastor have the answer, you know, like there's the Bible is so vast and so expansive that there's no way, you know, like actually not not there's no way, but it's hard to off the bat just like know everything unless you're constantly studying it and, and getting into it. There's nothing wrong for a person to say, well, I don't know. Let me get back to you and be willing to have the dialogue, be willing to have the conversation. You know, like I I am passionate about studying God's word and, and knowing things in its context, knowing things at the root. And so when Ron was asking me these questions, either I would go and find the answer or we would sit down and have a conversation and I would help him get to the right conclusion. But it was always a conversation. I didn't shy away from the questions. And, and I think that's the most important thing. Like, yeah, I think we are personally responsible for our faith, but if we're going to leaders and they're not, they're not apt, they're not capable to answer these things. Like, come on now, man, grow up. Like that's really frustrating. And that's sad to me because we were scrolling through TikTok, looking at all these videos and the, some of these questions, I'm just like, that's an easy answer. That's an easy answer. That's an easy answer. And, yeah. and, and what they were saying that their responses that they got were, were like, uh, sit down, stop asking those questions. Oh, just believe. And it's like, what are you doing? You're like, that's not helping anybody grow in their faith. Yeah. And what's really sad is, uh, those same TikTok videos. If you go into like the comment section on those and look at what, like what people are saying, um, it's all stuff like they say they're open to questions, but then shut you down once you ask them. And it's like hundreds and maybe even like thousands of comments Yeah, all about how like, Christians don't don't answer questions. And I think 
I think that's really, really sad um, that people are asking these questions and these leaders aren't giving them the information that they need um, or helping them in a way that's productive and is leading them to lose their faith. I was just going to add, and I think I think all of us, whether you're a pastor, a youth leader, any type of leader, whatever the case might be, like as a Christian, you should know your faith and you should, Peter says that you should be able to defend the faith at all times, right? And I don't, I don't think you need a PhD in theology to be ready to defend the faith at all times or to be good at it. But like, why are we scared of answering questions? That also gets me mad. You know, like, I think the, the best thing you can do is just stand up and be a witness. I had a conversation just the other night. My friends asked me why I wouldn't ever smoke weed or my coworkers. Sorry, I got the burps. This is like, this is just a thing that we do when we record is we get the burps. Uh, but um, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. You know, like we were having conversation about drinking, about smoking, whatever the case. And I'm just like, this is this is just what I believe. I'm not going to do that because A, B, and C. And you know, like if we can go into the thing, we can go into the Bible, we can go into the theology behind it, we can go into the doctrine behind it, we can go into my personal beliefs behind it. I, I think ultimately they won't understand, but I'm not going to shy away from the question. Yeah. Um, you know, if we want to talk about even harder subjects, I'm not going to shy away from the question because... You know, like it, it, it'll be tough to talk about. It'll be controversial to talk about, but there's there's openness in communication, you know, like even even to be able to agree to disagree on something, to be able to have a different viewpoint as a Christian, not everybody's going to conform to your worldview and to look at them in love and say, you know, like even even to say like, I, hey, I think if you live this life, this is what this leads to, you know, like I think it leads to eternal separation from God. And you do you, you believe what you believe. This is what I believe. And I love you enough to say the truth, you know, like, but to be able to have those conversations when you even disagree with somebody, like, why are we shying away from silly questions? Yeah. Do you, do you want to go over some of the questions or do you have more thoughts? Oh, we could go over some of the questions. I didn't know that was part of this. Did you pull some up? I, I have a few. So there's one, um, we have it. So one of the big ones is, um, like, why is the why is the devil bad if he punishes bad people? Uh, that was a lot of them. <laughs> Do you want me to answer that? Sure. I mean, I could answer it as well. Yeah, you could answer it. Well, the the devil doesn't punish bad people. Uh, the devil the devil is being punished just as much as all of us. Um, he's just trying to drag as many people down as he can with him. Yeah. No. Yeah, it's I don't I don't know. I feel like it's a pretty simple question and I don't believe people when they say that that's why they lost their religion. Um but the funny thing is is also like in comments comment sections of those that was another one where people were, are like, yeah, Christians are such hypocrites like their whole uh the whole Bible doesn't make sense cuz why would you like, why is the devil so bad if you're, um, if he punishes bad people? And it's, it's kind of, it's kind of funny because it's like, yeah, that is pretty stupid. Yeah, because you don't, you don't, you didn't actually read the Bible. Homie. Yeah, yeah, that is that is really dumb. 
Um, good thing that's not what the Bible says. Yeah, the Bible says in the book of Revelation at the end that the devil, the old serpent, the dragon, the, you know, like that he is also thrown into the lake of fire along with idolaters and witch people who practice witchcraft, people who are adulterers, people who are liars, people who are drunkards. Like they're all thrown into the lake of fire and this lake of fire burns before the very throne of God. Like that is eternal damnation, separation from God everybody's in there the devil does ha has no authority to do anything to you know like the devil's not punishing people he's just welcoming people into a place that was reserved for him for his punishment but theologically he's not even in charge of hell god is god is completely sovereign and he ordains what happens you know like the devil's not that silly yeah the next one is actually I saw a few few um, in the same vein, but this is uh, phrased in a way that you've actually answered uh, for me. Um, and I actually, I only have these two. So, okay. um, so the devil one, and the, or actually I have, a, I have a third one if you really, really want to take a crack at it. And then we could also do the Noah one if you really want to. Um, but um, this is actually a conversation that Felipe had with a group of guys uh, during a summer camp. Uh, one year, um, and it's um, why did why does Dahmer get to go to heaven like Jeffrey Dahmer, assuming that he really was saved uh, towards the end of his life? Why does he get to go to heaven, um, if he's truly saved? But um, if someone's just like lives an average life but doesn't believe in God, they have to go to hell. Oh, you want me to answer that? Yeah. Um. I I have a I have a phrase that I used to say way more often. Um that was kind of a stupid throwaway phrase, but it's based in a lot of truth. Like whenever something would go my way for me and not for somebody else, I would always say favor ain't fair. Um you know, like and and that's that's kind of how I'm going to answer this. Um, cause grace isn't fair and our, and our idea of what's fair and what's right and what's just is completely different than God's idea of what's fair and what's right and what's just. And like, again, you have to go down to your beliefs of what do you actually believe? Well, I believe that God is good. I believe that God is perfect. So his goodness and his perfection are complete and there's no bias. There's you know, like, like God being biased does not bring him glory. So he's, and, and I mean, actually I'm going to change that. God is biased to himself. He is going to do what is going to bring him glory. So you have to understand that God is the only being in all of existence that is um, unaffected by emotion, unaffected by um, bribery. Like we can't do anything to change how God feels for the most part. I think I, I can agree with what I just said. Okay. That being the basis established, God is, in order for God to be good, he has to be righteous. And what he offers in Jesus is forgiveness of sins. And at the same time that God is absolutely righteous, he is absolutely merciful and forgiving and loving and in his mercy and graciousness and love 
God has offered a way to be forgiven of sin, which is a debt occurred against him that we could never hope to repay except through and only through Jesus. That's like the basis of Christianity. Now, Jeffrey Dahmer, terrible person. At the end of his life, he accepted Jesus, at, you know, like which we believe, you know, like if we, if we believe in the orthodox believing of, you know, coming to faith, then he repented for his sins and he was forgiven and then ultimately killed, you know, like in actually here in Portage, Wisconsin, shout out, uh, shout out Columbia State uh, Correction Facility. That's where he died. Um, nice. <laughs> but um, he is... He is completely undeserving in our eyes, completely undeserving in God's eyes, except for, whoa, wait a minute. Now the blood of Jesus is on his life. He's forgiven. I could be good, as good as I want to be. I'm still unclean. I'm still unpure. I'm still a sinner in God's eyes. It's not my righteousness. It's not my works. It's not anything that I can do that gives me access to the throne room of God, that gives me access to heaven. It's all what Jesus did. So if Jeffrey Dahmer has the blood of Jesus on his life, has been forgiven of his sins, then absolutely favor ain't fair, grace ain't fair. The worst of the worst of us are in heaven if we have the blood of Jesus on our lives, if we have the forgiveness of our sins. And the best of us, if we don't, I'm sorry, we don't get, we don't, you know, like we, we just don't get it. And we, and it's, it's, it's an idea that I think on our end logically makes sense that bad people get bad things that happen to them in God's economy. Grace is not fair, right? Like you have, like, if you're a Christian, you have to, you have to somehow reconcile the idea even the possibility that perhaps the worst human being, your worst enemy, Adolf Hitler, had he repented and accepted Jesus as his Lord and Savior and been forgiven of his sins, Adolf Hitler could be in heaven and you have to look him, you know, like in the eyes in heaven and say, wow, you don't deserve to be here. But then you're confronted by your own sin and you say, I don't deserve to be here either. And here we are. God is so good. God is so perfect. God is so just in all of his ways. And God is good. And his ways are better than my ways. His thoughts are higher than my thoughts. And the way that he does things are better than the way that I would ever do things. And as a Christian, you have to reconcile that. Does it make sense? Not by our understanding. Not by our logic. Is it fair? Not by our understanding. Not by our logic. But it's the way God chooses to do things. You know, like it's... It's not fair. Grace ain't fair. Favor ain't fair. But it's good news for literally everybody on the face of the earth. If Jeffrey Dahmer can get to heaven, if Jeffrey Dahmer can find acceptance, if every if Jeffrey Dahmer can have his sins forgiven because of the work of Jesus on the cross, then I'll tell you what, you who think a good you think you live a good normal life, well then so can you because of Jesus. Like that's the gospel. That's literally what we believe. Yeah, that's good. Preach. Uh, do we do we do more? Or do we? Uh, hey, I don't know. You tell me. I don't have any more written down. So, reach the end of our notes. 
Do we do we call it? No, you. Well, you talked about. You didn't talk about because we were gonna. Sorry. <laughs> Let me hit the reset on my brain. Um, we could do the Noah's Ark one, or I have one that's like a. Well, how do I put it? Um, Words. It's um. I can just ask it. It's like if God's all powerful, can He create a rock that He can't lift? Yeah, but that's a silly question. Yeah, and I feel like people ask that one, and I, like I always think you're trying too hard. Make a circular triangle or a married bachelor. It's like you gotta stay within. Like just because uh, God is all powerful doesn't mean He transcends logic. Yes. God is all powerful, but God is also logical. Like He's not, you know. That just doesn't. That just doesn't make sense. Yeah. It's. It, it seems like a good question to catch somebody, but the logic doesn't apply there. You know, like that's not a Jesus turning water into wine. That's a miracle that defies the laws of nature. But to have somebody be all powerful and and ask them to do something that would make it not be able to do something like that. The logic just doesn't follow. And I understand that, you know, turning water into wine breaks the laws of logic a little bit because you, but you can rationalize how if he's a creator God, he can do whatever he wants, but he doesn't also act outside of logic for him to make something that that he would not have power over means he's not all powerful, which means the, the question just kind of defeats itself, then he's not all-powerful. But we believe that he is all-powerful, so there's nothing that he can't do. And he's, you know, like, for him, it just, the question, like, destroys itself, I think. Yeah. And then you could get into, like, nitty-gritty where it's like, when you when we're getting to the topic of God, what is weight to God? Like, if you think about what is weight or mass? What does that mean to God who's created the whole universe? Like, what does that even mean? Yeah. Anyway, um, unless you want to answer the Noah's Ark one, that's all I got. No, I, I mean, no. No. Uh, uh, I don't, I don't, I mean, we could get into the Noah one, but you had, you had um, your thought about how, you went down just growing in your faith, right? Because we talked a little bit about it, how it became discipleship, right? I, I don't think I ever tried to indoctrinate you or your parents ever tried. Well, I don't think I ever tried to indoctrinate you with the right answer. Discipleship happened, and I think you are in your faith now because we had a bunch of conversations. But even outside of our conversations, last summer, you grew a lot just on your own learning about justification. Oh yeah, I could talk. So yeah, so um last spring I went to a conference with Felipe and there was a sermon on justification and it all went completely over my head cuz I'd never heard of justification before. So I was like, "Hmm, I wonder what that is." Which led to me reading a book about being justified in faith alone, which um Affected me because I learned a lot about justification and all that stuff. It was a painfully boring book. I'm going to be 100% honest. I don't know how I finished it, 
Um, and because you uh, did it during seventy five hard, every, and you had to. Yeah, every time, every time I finish a book, which is not often, I flip to a random page and read just a little bit to remind myself of, and I I like remember what I was doing like when I read that specific passage, all that stuff. I tried that a couple times, and I was like. I'm reading this for the first time. Like, I forget almost half of that book. Um, probably because I read it, like, half asleep most nights because it was, like, 11, and I had to get my 10 pages in. Um, anyway, learning about justification, after it taught me a lot of, I have a question, read about it, go searching on your own. And then, like, I found this... Um, Almost like what Felipe was talking about with Dahmer. Like, I felt this overwhelming, I am completely undeserving of God's grace, and yet I'm justified through Christ. And that gave me such a fire and such a passion. And that all stemmed from a question of, like, what's justification? How are we saved? All of this stuff. And, yeah. Yeah, and it it takes doing the work, you know? Like, I think... I think if you have questions, you need to ask them. You need to find reliable sources. You need to figure out, you know, like who's a voice that I can trust. And then you need to be willing to sit down and talk and wrestle with things because they're not easy, right? Like to wrap your brain around the idea that somehow a serial killer ends up in heaven because of the goodness and the grace and mercy of God and a good person who hasn't killed anybody might end up in hell like i mean there's so much theology in there and you have to really believe that like one of the one of the tenets in our faith is that there's only one way to god and it's through jesus christ you can't work your way you can't pay your way you can't do enough good things to get to heaven to get to god except through jesus christ that's the good news right because you'd be working your whole life and then some to try to get to heaven and get to god like that's gospel yeah um yeah I was about to go down that rabbit hole again and I stopped myself. But there you go. All that to say, deconstruction is a huge thing, uh, especially nowadays. Let's, I mean, that's why we started this podcast. DM us your questions. We can make a whole episode about it. We have these conversations all the time still, even if we don't record it, because this is how you grow in your faith. We we take these topics that are big, that are hard to deal with. Um, or sometimes that we just have questions about, like we don't understand it fully, completely. And so we have, we have conversations, we dig into the Bible, we look at, well, what did this person say? Well, what did that person say? We look at voices that are historically um, orthodox and hold to the truth of God's word and, and have been in line with what the church has agreed on that is right. You know, like, and that could be a whole thing in and of itself because people disagree on things that the church have said is right. And where do they get that from? Anyway. But, you know, like we need to be in line with scripture. Um, and, and so like have these tough conversations. Don't just, well, I don't believe in this and I don't believe in this and I don't believe in this. Because at the end of the day, bro, what you don't believe and what you think is right does not matter. If it were up to me, I would do so many things differently than as how God commanded us. But I submit to God's way. We didn't talk about that part. Really, it's, a, it's a, like deconstruction of our faith should be us learning more and more and more to submit to what God says and to his way of doing things and to his goodness and his mercy.
and his kindness and his justice. And everybody said amen. Amen. Should we wrap it up? Is yeah. That, is that your, are you done? I mean, I think so, because you kind of wrapped it up just. Yeah, I mean, we hit our time, and so I was like, oh, I'll start wrapping this up, and then you <laughs> you started a whole different thing, so. No, nah, you're right. This has been the So I Was Thinking podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Um, yeah. What a ride, honestly. Yeah, it's like a it's like a roller coaster, some would call it, uh, or mu- those spinning teacups. The music's going, so we we should probably be plugging. Our stuff hey, out. if you like our podcast, why don't you uh, like and and share uh, with other people? Uh, we are on Spotify, iTunes, Amazon Music. Uh, you can order us on Amazon Prime. We show up in two days or less, depending on where you're in the country. Um, don't call us if you're broke and you don't have Amazon Prime. Um. Yeah. Uh, comment down below your favorite. Why do you say comment? We're not on YouTube. DM us your favorite marsupial. Yeah, we're all also all over social media and SauceThingyPodcast.com. All right. See you, babes. Good Peace night. Out. Bye. <laughs>